This is a podcast from Minute Media. Warning, the following content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Hello, kitties. This is yours, Julie John Kassir, the voice of the Crypt Keeper, and you're listening to Slasher Radio. Welcome to Slasher Radio. My name is Bones and I am joined by Cat and Rob. What's happening, guys? A lot. It's been... <laughs> Hello, Mikey and Cat and all my millions of fans across the globe. <laughs> That's Rob. I forgot about it. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that, too. Rob, uh, apparently his throat, his voice is still bothering him. He will only speak for the patrons. <laughs> right. Yeah, so th- this is what we have to deal Just with. Just trying to preserve my voice. Preserve. Um, uh, Rob, from what I uh, I understand, you're going to be turning this shit off and actually <laughs> talking when we have to discuss this movie, correct? Not so sure about that. <laughs> I'll say if anything, you have that backwards. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's, just, that's true. I don't know what why do we why do we do this guys why do we we're here with a patreon pick this week <laughs> uh we sure are yeah yeah as you can tell by the title we got fucked pretty good <laughs> we got bent over everything hair pulled fuck a scratch clawed and we're doing feast three Rob, you have any? How do you feel about this? Our Patreons are the absolute worst. <laughs> Patreons. <laughs> Patreons. Oh, holy shit. And you know, usually I stand up for you guys, uh, patrons and listeners, but you made us watch Feast 3, and I, I can only defend you so far. <laughs> and not only did they make us watch Feast 3, it was a fucking landslide. <laughs> Uh, to save Rob's fucking typing fingers over there, uh, I know he likes usually to go over what was and wasn't. I pay- don't know if I hate the Patreons or the freeloaders more. <laughs> this week specifically, I. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, usually Rob says that the freeloaders get a little bit uh, more uh, on the shit end of the stick, but I, I don't know, man. They had nothing to do with this. If there's anybody who doesn't know, we have on the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash slash radio. Uh, we have something called The Omen, where you can put up a movie. Any Patreon member can put up a movie of choice. And uh, certain tiers can then participate in The Executioner, which is uh, actually voting for those movies that were put up there uh, for what we watch. We had Antlers. I think that was from, that was from Jinx. It's been a solid pick, right? Uh, in comparison, yeah, right. I think so. And actually, I, I liked Antlers, I think, more than Rob did. Yeah. I think even Rob would agree Antlers was a better pick. I would have rather <laughs> done any other movie. 
Antlers is boring. <laughs> I can't tell when the sentences like are done or that's uh, yeah, that was from Jinx. Uh v- Event Horizon by IR Chris. Ooh. Yeah. And Chris was the one threatening Feast 3 all along. And Event Horizon is a fun one. Event Horizon is a good one. Yes, Event Horizon, one of Rob's uh, favorite movies, I believe. Uh, it would have been a hell of a lot better than this. A hell of a lot better <laughs> than this. And uh, Nate came in with Tusk, which is... Uh, oh, fuck! Uh, I didn't know Tusk was on the table. It was. Uh, mom, My mom, the other day, was uh, watching What Culture Horror. Oh, God. And... um. They did a movie, they they did a list of, like, the best, I think it was the best, it might have been weirdest or most fucked up, who knows, uh, but they did a list of body horror movies, uh, and mom watched it, and she was like, I, she was explaining it to me later, and she's like, I was in and out of the room, but do you know if there's a movie where a guy turns into a walrus? And I got so excited, because I realized she had never seen Tusk, uh, and I went to watch it with her, but it's not on Netflix anymore. Oh. I've been looking for an excuse to... <laughs> rent it well um believe it or not as huge of a kevin james fan as i am jay and silent bob snoochie boochies the whole nine yards never seen tusk god damn it patrons we could have been watching tusk <laughs> we could have been watching tusk uh it, apparently it's on canopy cat for free oh i don't have canopy but i can probably is it if canopy is a free service i can put it in to the free Roku. service i can watch nice. it right now with, oh no you do have to what? Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh-oh. <laughs> I use Just Watch. I think Rob turned me on to Just Watch. I remember. Uh, it, a nice website shows you where anything is streaming on. And you can just click whatever, you know, like it'll show like Canopy. And you can just click and it'll bring you directly to the movie link on Canopy. And it says, start watching with your public library card or university login. <laughs> I'm gonna go to the library and watch Tusk. What the <laughs> fuck kind of thing is Canopy? What? Public library card. Damn it, you guys are gonna make me talk. Uh-oh. Yeah. Yeah, Canopy, you have to have a library card for it. It's a service with the public libraries. So you you basically you use Tusk. your library card and then you can watch the movie. You can stream it. That's fun. But do they know there's things like, you know, Peacock and and all that stuff, Voodoo and all that? Do they know that? Yeah, but Canopy's free. I mean, if you have a library card, which is free. So is Voodoo. Yeah, but there are no commercials on Canopy. And the Tubi. Oh, okay. Okay. See, that's a pretty sweet deal. All right. I give him that. Yeah. Damn. That's fucking funny as shit, though. You guys ruined my little electronic voice <laughs> bit. God damn it. Well, now we know you can talk, though. I know, but I was enjoying the thing. <laughs> Go back to enjoying yourself, I guess. You know, Tusk would have been a great one. Hey, I've been wanting to watch it. Mm-hmm. No one nominated your next. No, uh, it's, it, we're just never gonna do it. <laughs> it's not gonna happen, Cat. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Damn it. Also with Feast Three, the happy finish. This was Tusk was by Nate, by the way. Feast Three by freaking Greg. I want to point out just that I was the most agreeable about watching Feast Three. I was the first one to get it over with. Uh, I think I'm probably going to be the nicest to it. I wasn't mad until I learned that Tusk was an option, and now, <laughs> now I'm gonna be mad. Yep, Tusk was an option. Damn and it! This is what we got instead. <laughs> we need more freeloaders to sign up for the Patreon, so we can get some reasonable people over there. 
yeah, guys, look, okay, seriously, everybody. I know we tell you every week, go check out the Patreon and, you know, all that shit. Please, please, look look at what's happening to us, please. If you don't want to hear about Feast 3, (laughs) only you can save us. Right. You know what sucks? Like, depending on what we talk about, you know, our listens fluctuate. They're going to be shit for this. So not only is this like a, <laughs> this is horrible all the way around, I guarantee our listens are going to be down from last week's episode, probably for like the last 10 episodes, probably from Feast fucking 2. It's going to be the last time our listens were as low as it's going to be this week. So like all around, guys, please help us. Help yeah, us. On. Help us help you. And I, I, I know you don't want to listen to us talk about Feast 3. We don't want to mm. talk about Feast 3. No. <laughs> No, we don't. <laughs> we, we this do is not. probably this might be the shortest episode of Slasher Radio ever because I got <laughs> nothing for this fucking movie. That that's the thing too. It's like when they're when one of us don't like it, or even two of us. Like if there's there's a disagreement on the likeness likiness, let's use that the likiness of the episode <laughs> or, or the movie. It's fun. We all hate this. <laughs> yep. What are we gonna talk about? We could end it here. <laughs> God damn it! Oh. All right. Well, you guys might want to go check out Feast Two, our episode on Feast Two, it, or don't. I don't blame you. But Spoiler alert: Feast Two sucks. Feast Two was one of the. I'm getting the port noise out now. It, it's bad when I got to open up the port noise a couple minutes into the episode. Mm-hmm. That's not good. But uh, I'm trying to get the, the port noise open now. This is by far the lowest rated movie we've ever uh, ever had, uh, ever done on this show. By far, yeah. I, yeah. You didn't stress the by far enough. <laughs> well, I don't know how far it is, to be honest. With you. Isn't it like two full points below Book of Shadows? Like, <laughs> Okay, yeah, that would be the other. Okay, all right, let's see. Hold on. Where the fuck? Feast 2, here we go. Holy shit. <laughs> it averaged out. To a, a 0. 0.4. Uh, Rob <laughs> gave it a 0. 0.3, and both Kat and I gave it a 0. 0.5. Uh, Sharks of the Corn got 2.5 somehow. So, yeah, that's that's amazing. Ah, okay, here it is Blair Witch, Book of Shadows. 1.8. Yeah, damn. Wow, I didn't realize Book of Shadows. I guess I, I should, that it got as low as 1.8. But 1.8 is still, it's a, it's a it's good It's still distance. above, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like from 0.4? Damn. That's, that's far and away the worst fucking movie. Yeah. It, it, seriously, by far. On a scale of 10, that's like a huge difference. It yeah. is. <sighs> and here we are doing the, the sequel to that. <laughs> what the fuck, man? We're dumb. <laughs> we really are stupid as shit. Is there any way maybe that we could make a list of movies that we're just not going to fucking do no matter what? Like, can we? We should do that? each be allowed <laughs> one well, movie. You're, you're next. <laughs> are you, you're burning it on your next <laughs> dedication. But, but what good is it now? We never fucking, we should have thought of this before. Now we're doing Feast 3 already. Yeah. Fuck. And also, we had to do Audition, which. <laughs> Another Greg pick, by the way. I, I said I was like, I think when I started the show, it was like the one movie I don't want to talk about is Audition. Audition only got a 4.3. Just saying. 
And Kat, you gave that a five. I, I liked Audition a lot more the second time around, but I do think that was like one of my contingencies when I started the show, because for a long time, that was my least favorite movie. See, I felt like I was with Audition until the end. And then I sucked. The ending ruined the whole fucking movie for me. I don't know. I don't know. Although uh, the Bulgarian Chainsaw Massacre (laughs) got a 1.6. That was over four people, though. Mm -hmm. Uh, Amber helped me tank that one. We both gave it a 0.5. So a little bit different of a grading scale. But still, nonetheless, (laughs) even that is higher than fucking Feast 2. By a pretty good amount. God damn. Um, all right. Do you guys want to get into the news so we can get this fucking thing over with? Yeah, let's do this. I, I oh. got first of all, Uh-oh. um, we did did we do a drink roll call? We gotta do that. Oh, oh yeah, right, right, I right. like that. I like that at the top of the show. What what's everybody drinking? Um, I'm out of Jack Daniels in a can. Uh-huh. I don't have anything in a can, but I am drinking my Walking Dead whiskey mixed with some cranberry juice. Oh, nice. Very nice, nice. Uh. Cat, where are you at? Uh, I just finished the last of my absolute vodka and Ooh. my tie in a can. Nice. ASMR for you. <laughs> I'm going to get bullied this episode. <laughs> nice. And I am drinking a liquid death. Water? Water. Yes. <laughs> it's good for my throat. That's fair. I'm yeah. not even. I'm better than that. I'm better than that. I'm better than that. <laughs> Liquid Death is good, actually. I like it. That wasn't, the, that wasn't the joke I was going with. But yeah, I did see that. I told you the other day in my yeah. uh, 7-Eleven that you hate for some reason. I don't hate it. I just don't understand why you shop there. Why not? I mean, you do like your grocery shopping there, it sounds like. <laughs> no, I go there. I'm like, for lunch, I'll go there and get like a cheese and cracker thing and, you know, sometimes a case of alcohol. Mm. Real good look on a lunch break, too, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an ideal employee. Uh, all right. Uh, news, news, news. It's time to hump the news with Rob Humphrey. He's not a genius. Let's get this thing going. I don't want to talk about... Oh, we got to come up with something for the drink roll call. We got to come up with, like, a name for it. What's wrong with drink roll call? And that's the name. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, unless, <laughs> unless somebody thinks it's something better. Also, philosophical... I can think of something worse. <laughs> philosophical question for you, Kat. Another one. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, not philosophical, I guess. Just a question, really. Um, so, Mr. Cat's boyfriend, he doesn't uh, like carbonated stuff because he says it's spicy. Does that include sparkling water? I think sparkling wa- No, it was sparkling grape juice that started it. Okay. Um, New Year's. He says it wasn't New Year's. I think it happened before that. I thought it was like some kind of lemonade thing, but I, okay. I don't know. He thinks it was a New Year's drink um, that brought up the quote. I, I don't know. All right. Was he mad about last week? Yeah, a little bit, but it's yeah. he's forgiven me. Yeah. <laughs> not single right now. <laughs> I'm not single, yeah. not yet. Yeah. We'll find out if he can have sparkling water. I'm curious. I'll, I'll ask him. Okay. I think right, this now was, we can. I'm pretty sure that was just a way of you being a dick, though. You really don't. You probably care, but you just want to get that in there, didn't you? Kinda. Yeah. I know he won't drink Lacroix. <laughs> well, nobody drinks Lacroix. <laughs> 
I'll drink LaCroix. Mm. Not I, it, happily, but I'll drink them. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a fan. I never liked the seltzer thing. Never liked it. Be nice to Mr. Cat's boyfriend, guy, Bob. <laughs> Come on. I'm always nice. I lift people up. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Rob Zombie shares a new look at uh, Sylvester McCoy as Igor in the Munsters movie. So uh, is this the Rob? Is that the one? I'm sending it to you guys in the group. I know Rob's very excited about that. Uh, is that the one that you were worried about being the redneck or no? I mean, that was Grandpa Munster. You were. Yeah, about. no, he made Grandpa look kind of weird. And this guy looks like he's kind of rednecky too, though. <laughs> I don't know. Just fucking give us the movie already. What? And what is going on anyway? Like I, I have heard that the movie's been like given its rating, right? Yeah. But we keep getting set photos. So how is it possible that the movie's been given a rating if it's not done yet? If I were Rob Zombie and I were doing a PG rated of monsters, I would release one image at a time to see how long it took people to figure out it was a flip book right. and not a movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's where we're at. Flip book movie. That's what it feels like. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, as much as as annoying as it is, like people have such an interest in this fucking guy, dude, Rob Zombie, and everything that he does. It's like, you know, he's might as well do it. Like every time he does it, it's all over the place. It's the same shit. Uh, but yeah, so that that's the new image is out uh, of the monsters. Like we needed another one. Also, another thing that popped up in the news this week, us. We have a bit now. Does this mean that the the bloody disgusting bit is dead? I think so. Fuck. Because the whole bit was how they wouldn't cover anything we did, and now they have. Well, um, no, the whole bit was they used to cover everything we did. Well, not everything, but, you know, when it was worthy, they would cover it. And it's like, no matter what we did, they just didn't give a shit and gave us the old shaftaroo. And now they finally decided to... Uh, Cover our interview last week with uh, the creators of the Evil Dead from Saber Interactive. Yeah, I look. I believe in building bridges, Mike. Yeah, but they they won't they won't help us build the bridge. I lift people up. God <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn it! Uh, but yeah, so we got picked up for that. It, it was pretty cool, but disgusting to do that again. We appreciate it, and uh, very much looking forward to this game. By the time everybody is listening to this. We will have about a weekish, a couple more days to go, and uh, I'm gonna be clapping some dead eye cheeks, man. I cannot wait for that game to come out. Uh, next up, Cat, I need your help with this one. Okay. Never sleep again. Official Nightmare on Elm Street coffee now available from Dead Sled Coffee is the are uh, the title of this article. Mm -hmm. uh, is it like being released again or do you know? So, yeah, I actually am glad you brought that up because um, okay. I wanted to talk about it. I had like a whole roller coaster of a week with that one because, you know, I get really excited about the Dead Sled releases. Um, I got really excited because they were like, we're announcing a new coffee soon. And then it, the coffee came in and it was never sleep again. And I was like, I feel like this is what I drink every morning, um, but it's not. Never Sleep Again was the original tagline for Robert England's Dead Sled release, but the Never Sleep Again brew 
is coming out soon. Um, and it is no longer a single origin. Uh, and I wish I could remember, I wish I still had the email up, because it's, it's something weird. It was like Vietnamese and Ugandan blend or something. It, it was kind of like a weird pairing, but I'm looking forward to it. Hmm. Because I, I trust, Dead Sled does good coffee. Right. Like, I started buying them just to collect the bags because I thought they were neat looking, but they seriously are some of the best tasting coffee roasts I've ever had. And you said the Robert England one was the best one out of the bunch you got from them, right? Yeah, the Robert England is my favorite. The Elvira is actually really close, mm. but... Right, hopefully it's a hit, and they'll fuck with Robert England. <laughs> Rob, you getting any of this coffee? No, because it doesn't come in a K-cup. It does not come in a K-cup. You can get those little thingies. It's work. Rob does not have the patience for the siphon mm. coffee maker. That's why I have a Keurig. It's easy. By the way, by the way, hang on. I'm going to send this. This this, this probably going to have to be cut out of the show, but I do need to show especially Kat this. We got a new coffee maker at my job. Uh-oh. Kat, this <laughs> thing is like fucking voodoo. Like, it's so fucking bizarre. I've been having uh, mochaccinos every fucking morning, and I love it. It's like it's it's like a, a super curing. There it is. It's got everything in there. Like, oh my god! The mochaccino <laughs> it makes everything. Like it has milk in there and all. I yeah okay. Um, what is a mochaccino? I have no fucking idea, but it's delicious. <laughs> <laughs> all right. But it gives me the option. Hold on, let me see if I can. God damn it! Yeah, I, I was meaning to tell you that. that that's what I was meaning to tell you. It, it gives all these options that you can make. And I seen Mochaccino in there and I was like, oh my God, you look delectable. So I got me a Mochaccino. <laughs> yeah, like all this shit, man, it just makes it, you don't have to add milk or anything. It makes it all on its own. I, that is pretty cool. This is fucking dope shit, right? I, I do want to point out that a Mochaccino is a nonsense term, um, but Yes, it is pretty cool. Are you making fun of my mochaccino? What's the matter with it? A little bit. What's wrong with mochaccino? Yeah, I've never heard of a mochaccino. Me either. (laughs) I'm assuming it's half mocha, half cappuccino, but there are so many overlapping ingredients that you're essentially just drinking a mocha. (laughs) You know what it is? It's it's a mocha with frost milk. I guess. It's delicious. It's magically delicious. In fact, I had an iced coffee that I drank half of, and then I put a mochaccino in the other half of it. So it was iced coffee <laughs> mochaccino. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was fucking good shit too, man. You're like I, a little kid, you're mixing all the stuff together. Dude, I love that <laughs> fucking machine, man. Cause I don't, like I told you guys, I don't fuck with coffee, I don't really, it's too much work, I don't want to deal with it. But I mean, hell, if I could do, just press a button and literally milk sugar everything. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. That is nice. For, for free? Free yep. mochaccinos? Come on now. <laughs> I, I would I would drink them out of uh, out of business with the cafe mochas. Yeah, I, I love mochas. Should I go with that? Mochas good. are pretty good. It, it, I mean, it's it's essentially what you're drinking, just it doesn't. But with more milk, chocolate, steamed milk. I imagine. Yeah, also. probably more chocolate. Because the cappuccino is like frothed milk with coffee, whereas a mocha is hot <laughs> chocolate milk with coffee. It is amazing, man. It is amazing. I'm jealous. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to put that out. That 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 thing. And I heard about like they gave us all fucking mugs, and I'm like, oh god, we're getting a fucking coffee maker. Who cares? 
And I went to get something out of the refrigerator and I seen it. I said, what the fuck are you? <laughs> <laughs> this guy was telling me, he's like, oh yeah, it's great, man. It's got milk in there and all. You don't have to do nothing. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> me and that thing have been best friends ever since. Um, that, that's my, maybe I should like, what if I sent like an email to HR requesting Nightmare on Elm Street, never sleep again <laughs> to the magic coffee machine. Um, on that note, uh, to bring it back around, I was correct, by the way. It is Arabica beans from Vietnam and Robusta beans from Uganda. Uh, and it is a higher caffeine content, I guess, than the Robert England blend. Ah, so you'll be jittery. So I will literally never be sleeping again. <laughs> <laughs> it better with a name like that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, all right, I'm going to be sending you guys something else, Rob. Excited. Bloody Disgusting has released images of... See, that that's another beautiful thing. You guys support us. We support you, you know? Also, I have a question for Bloody Disgusting. I know they're listening to us right now. Yeah, right. They have, a, they have an open call for articles from 2020. Is that still active? Because it never ended, <laughs> according to the... Have they just been taking articles from anyone for the last two years? I think that might be how it works, actually. All right. Good to know. Sneak in there. I'm gonna sneak in. Yeah, sneak in, infiltrate. Right about us. <laughs> yeah, fucking buttholes. Then the bit's gone forever, though. I do kind of enjoy shit and i stuff. There. Well, if they're gonna write about us anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, they Bloody Disgusting released Jurassic World Dominion images uh, over 20. They're. <sighs> I can't wait for this movie. I can't. Wait. I have a philosophical question for you guys. Again, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. Is I'm not talking about the first Jurassic Park. Uh. I'll accept that. That's a horror movie. We can embrace that. That's fine. Uh. Are the Jurassic Park movies that are coming out now, or the Jurassic World extended universe movies that are coming out now, are those horror? No, they're more action. I think. Yeah. I mean, they're sort of horror adjacent, I guess, because you still have dinosaurs eating people, but... They're creatures. Yeah, I mean, I, I see your point. I agree. It's not... The really... first one was, like, really tense, which kind of yeah. elevated it from an action movie for me, you know? Yeah, but doctor. I'm... Yeah, I, I'm curious as to, like, the last couple. Yeah, no, the new ones feel more like action movies to me. Yes, um, I, I did see the trailer for the new one, though, uh, when I went thursday to see the northman oh how's the northman um it's awesome is it yeah it's it's really good i'm gonna try to go see it this week <laughs> yeah i mean it's got it's so it's got the simplest story in the world um you know a, a kid is a prince and his dad gets killed by his uncle isn't it based off of the uh, same legend that Hamlet was based off I, of? Maybe, I don't know. He All moves right. away and grows up to become a SARS guard. <laughs> and then um, uh, comes back to avenge his father's death and reclaim his kingdom. Very simple story, but it's Robert Eggers, so it's just gorgeous. Like, everything's spot on. It looks beautiful. There's a bunch of weird shit that happens because it's Robert Eggers. Like, for some reason, uh, there's a... a a part of the film where Willem Dafoe's face just appears on screen for no reason that <laughs> I can discern. Um, and then, uh, but yeah, everything else is just like the score is awesome. Everything's just great. It's really good. See it in the theater too, because it's absolutely gorgeous. I'm going to try to get the boyfriend to take me. 
Yeah. Um, but anyway, a lot of these pictures are things that were shown in the trailer. Some of them aren't, but a lot of them are. Okay, that's fair. Um, beautiful though, man. Like I'm, I, like I said last time we talked about it, I will always sit and watch dinosaurs. Yeah, I mean the the trailer looked pretty good, except it still got that shit where Chris Pratt is the dinosaur whisperer, and I don't like that. Hey man, Chris Pratt was my uh, didn't, wasn't he, didn't he turn out to be my replacement for Ryan Reynolds? Yeah, I don't know why either, because he's a horrible human being. That's like such a downgrade. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's an awful person. I know, but he's a handsome son of a bitch. I don't know. I'm still I'm still on the hunt. Fucking Canadians. <laughs> and just just know that if you made a pass at him, he'd want to send you to a deprogramming camp or whatever the fuck they call those things. <laughs> That's fine. I don't care. Conversion therapy. Fucking. Uh, makes me. I should start hitting on him on Twitter. See what happens. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> I honestly would pay to watch that. <laughs> Oh, that'd be great. I could sign up for Elon Musk pay to tweet thing, whatever they're <laughs> trying to do over there. Uh, but yeah, that, no, I, see, that's the thing too. That's awesome. Like that you have so many movies that are like dinosaurs and all these shits online, but goddamn, dude, they look so fucking good. And that, that kind of, I guess could tie into the horror a little bit. It's it technically Jurassic Park is a creature feature. Sort of, kind of, a little bit. Is it? Yeah, it's got a bunch of dinosaurs. Yeah, I mean, I mean it I has creatures, but they're—I don't know. Yeah, I guess it's a reach, but it's there. I, I feel, and plus, keep in mind too, if you really want to go into the lore of it, it's like they're not really dinosaurs; they're like lab made. I don't fucking know. See, that just seems more sci-fi than or It's a fine line. It is. Like but... I said, I accept the first one, but I don't. Yeah. None of the other movies have a sequence that's as, like, tense or scary as, like, the kitchen sequence. Right. With the raptors and the little kids in the mm. first movie. You know? None of them quite build up. Or even the T-Rex. That kind of tension. You know, mostly it's just about the spectacle of the dinosaurs attacking people, but it's not... Which is fine. No, it's fun. It's great. You know, I love it, but it's not... There's not a real tension to it. I agree. That's, I can't argue that. I mean, they're good movies, except for that stupid eBay one. Be nice to fucking... Come on. You're never nice. What's the matter with you? I like all the movies uh, in the franchise, except for the third Jurassic Park and eBay Jurassic World. You're out of your mind. Cat, he thinks that the third Jurassic Park is better than the second one. Tell him he's dumb. No, I think the second one's it's... better than the third. Yeah. Because the third okay, is terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vice versa that. So, yeah, what, what's the matter with you? How do you think that? The third is bad. third is good. Mm, it just ends. I don't know. I don't know. I know the third one scared me more as a kid, but I don't know if either of them were great movies. They were both fun. The second one's got your boy Vince Vaughn in it. Yeah, but... <laughs> for a second, I thought you were talking to me. I was like, why is Vince Vaughn my boy? I don't take credit for that. <laughs> but you don't like Swingers? <laughs> no. Swingers is an awesome movie. I don't know. It had the, the pterodactyl cage, too. That was fucking cool as shit. That was pretty close. If it was dark and not, like, during the day, that would have been a horror scene. That was uh, what freaked me out as a kid, also. Right. 
But I, I will say, like, the last time I watched it, it didn't have that impact. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah, so go check out those articles, uh, those pictures if you like it. Uh, Halloween ends! First footage has been shown at CinemaCon. Reactions are all over the social medias. Mr. Rob Humphrey? I know nothing about it. Oh, shit. So you didn't even know about this. No, I, I saw a headline and then I didn't click uh, on it. Well, um, what are we in May now, technically? Yeah, we're yeah. May. Uh, all right. Okay. We got June, July, August, September, October. All right. We, we got five, Mike. I'm not mad at that. No, and I, if I'm not mistaken, isn't CinemaCon like a thing for people who own movie theaters? Like all the movies are sort of there showcasing like their trailers and their footage and stuff to try and entice these theater owners to, to carry the, you know, book their movies when they come out. I genuinely don't know. I think so. Cause I know I saw like a picture of like uh Jordan Peele on stage uh, talking about Nope there. This is um, unrelated, but there's a theater. I, I would like to become a theater owner. There's a theater not far from my house <laughs> that is, it's gotta be, one bad month away from going out of business and i go see enough movies there that i think i'm single-handedly keeping it alive but i'm thinking about buying it out instead <laughs> i would love to do that except there's no money in it there would be no money i would lose a lot of money doing it but also i could go see more movies <laughs> i've been thinking about taking an entry-level position and just like working my way up to the top right before <laughs> they close <laughs> entry-level position hopeful for takeover yeah. <laughs> I'll record the progress. <laughs> Most movie theaters, if you work there, you can see movies for free. That was the other thing I was thinking about doing, because they have their, like, lowest... They have signs up that's like, please come work here. And it was like, if I only had to work, like, 10 hours, I would probably watch more than 10 hours worth of movies. Right. <laughs> yeah. I <laughs> saw, by the deal. way, speaking of that, I saw one of my favorite things today. And that is when uh, one company throws shade at its competitors. Mm. Uh, I went through the drive-thru at Burger King, and they had a <laughs> sign up because uh, that they were hiring, and it said, come work for a king, not a clown. Wow. <laughs> uh, and I was like, oh, that's yeah, good. Burger King. Holy shit. That makes me want to go eat a Burger King. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Although that kind weird. of stuff, remember, was it Sarah Michelle Geller got sued when she was a kid by McDonald's? what yeah there's some weird story like sarah michelle geller was in a burger king commercial and, and one they of sued the, the child yeah one of the lines she talked shit about mcdonald's and mcdonald's sued her she was like i don't know six or seven years old or something oh my god <laughs> yeah she was banned from eating in the mcdonald's <laughs> that's insanity yeah um, not to get, before we get too far away from the Halloween thing, uh, I put out a poll on Twitter, um, and the poll was, what is Rob's favorite franchise? Uh-huh. And, uh, I would like you to know, Rob, that mm -hmm. the results are in. It was, uh, I believe a three to four day poll. And, uh, this was from 226 people. Pretty, pretty good amount of people on here on this poll. And um, I am happy to inform you that Halloween won. Again, 
I don't care. You don't get to vote on what my favorite <laughs> franchise is. Well, no, it wasn't me that voted. Everybody, 200, 226 mm-hmm. people voted. Mm-hmm. Well, 25. I was one of them. You created 225 burner accounts and voted. <laughs> yeah, right. But yeah, how do you feel about that? 57.5 to 42.5. Not that far of a margin there. Mm. Well, that's, that's, I'm, I'm glad to know that people don't have anything better to do with their time. <laughs> vote for your favorite franchise. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, what was the reaction to the Halloween footage? Does anybody know? <laughs> oh, uh, I I don't really. Hold on, we'll, let, let's go through because Bloody Disgusting does have listed a couple of. Uh... I I saw that one of the um, actors, I don't remember which one, said that um, we won't believe the indie. Yeah, I can't remember who it was though. You think uh, now would probably be a good time to get uh, James Jude Courtney on to talk Halloween Kills? Yeah. You know, now he can actually talk about it. Yeah. But now it's going to be hard not to ask him anything about fucking Halloween ends. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, it it looks like mixed reviews from the tweets they have out there. They have random tweets from, you know, blue check marks. But um, I, I doubt they really showed much of anything, you know? Yeah. And what what they show? Michael Myers holding a knife. <laughs> Oh, it was it was James Jude Courtney who said that uh, oh. we won't believe the ending. Well, we're when he was on our show, he he I I didn't hear this anywhere at the time, but he had said that you know pretty much what we seen. He said Halloween Kills was going to be Halloween 2018 on steroids, but then he did say that you know ends is going to get back to that more intimate pace and slow down mm-hmm. a little bit. And did he say Evil dies tonight? He did not say Evil Die Side. If he did, that would have been wonderful for us. But he did not. From the first Evil Dies Tonight on this show. But... Do you think we can get him to say Evil Dies Tonight <laughs> if he comes back on? Sure, we could. <laughs> what do you think his favorite shark movie is? <laughs> Why you gotta do this to people, man? Like, what the fuck do you want? Now I know how people feel when I would ask them who would win Leprechaun or Leatherface. Like, dumbass question. <laughs> Um, all right. Last but not least, uh, you guys aren't going to give a shit about this. The Walking Dead star Melissa McBride exits planned. Here we go. Daryl slash Carol spinoff series. <laughs> okay. Is that uh, who Melissa McBride is? I don't. I don't know which actress Carol yeah. actor is which character on The Walking Dead. Well, how are they going to make a Daryl and Carol if they don't have Carol? Uh, I guess not going to anymore. It's gonna be Daryl and Daryl. Daryl and yeah, I don't know. Um, but they have so many spinoffs. Like apparently Negan has a spinoff planned with uh, with Maggie. Maggie. Yeah, I don't know. I think that was confirmed. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. I'm not up on my Walking Dead news, but uh, yeah, I, that that's weird. That sucks. They've been kind of hinting at Daryl and Carol knocking boots for quite some time on the show, and it never really happened. I would be mad if they did. Me too. <laughs> they don't need to be knocking boots. No. I'm also I'm in the I'm in season ten. I'm like almost done uh with Walking Dead. But I Daryl's got like a little lady friend. It's not good chemistry. Not Carol. <laughs> uh, apparently uh, in Walking Dead everything does have to be romantic, because that preacher can get it. 
I don't understand. Everyone's <laughs> like, you know what? Uh, we've been ignoring him for like three seasons, but what if everyone fucked the blind preacher? And I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, um, yeah. They can, I guess. Can't stop them. <laughs> when I stopped watching, he was starting to get some poom poom. And then when I the, when I did watch the one or two episodes I watched recently, he had like another girl with him. I was like, damn. Like, I did notice that. I'm like, hey, yeah, he gets around. Yeah, I was barely in the show at all. And like, now I fuck everything that walks. <laughs> like, okay, okay. Yeah, so. Robbie, are you, are you dis- <laughs> Yeah. Oh. Are you disappointed by uh, the Daryl Carroll news? I don't care. Well, let Grandma Bones know, man. Mm. Uh, all right, that's it for the news. I, I guess we gotta fucking talk about Feast 2 when we get back. Or Feast 3. What's the difference? <laughs> I'm so fucking beaten at this point. I, <laughs> I don't know what to say about Can I, can I, I say... I'll- Oh, yeah. I I liked this one more than I liked Feast 2. That's what I was going to say. That was going to be yeah. my opening. I liked yeah. this one significantly better. I mean, that's not saying much. Um it was shorter, it was dark, it was hard to see what was going on. Um and I li- I liked that it wrapped up with a song. Yeah, the song was cool. <laughs> I, I liked I that, like, that. mid non, all right, like, the, there was kind of the end was weird because it was just like squash. But yeah. then the dude walks out with the guitar, and Mios Dios was uh, kind of catchy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I wouldn't say significantly better. Yeah. That's just me. It's better. I don't know, significantly, Cat. I mean, I'm not going to say that I liked Feast 3, but I liked it a lot better than Feast 2. Oh, no. When we get to the Portnoy, you'll see exactly how much I liked this movie. <laughs> You're saying it was better than Feast 2. <laughs> um, uh, and I'm... it was 20 minutes shorter, which I also... There's, like, a huge difference between watching a movie that you hate that's under 90 minutes and a movie that you hate that's above 90 minutes. Yeah. Like, that 20 minutes, made, it felt like an hour's worth of difference. Yeah, I was I was out pretty early on in this movie, around five minutes in, when the monster shit out the lady's head. Yeah, that bothered me. Yeah. Um, not even just because it was, you know, gross for the sake of being gross, but also just it made me wonder how these monsters operate. Like they're not mm. digesting anything. Yeah, it wasn't getting any kind of nutrients or anything. No, it just <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's that. It was just dumb. It was just stupid. It's really stupid. Movie. It's supposed to be funny or whatever, but it's, it's just stupid. Like will... most of the, like most of these movies, like all the feast, <laughs> all every feast movie is supposed thinks it's really funny and clever, but it they it's just stupid. Like okay. I, there was a line in this movie, um, <laughs> where one somebody said, uh, oh, I, "I hope it was, it's the, I hope it's the movie." I wrote down one quote for this movie, and I hope it's the same one. I, I don't know that it will be or not, but it was the guy who who shows up in like the police station who thinks he's like a hero or whatever, mm-hmm. and he says, "There's enough fuck you in this place to really hurt some feelings." <laughs> okay, and that was not the one. <laughs> that kind of line, like I know that the writer. He just thought that was the greatest thing ever. Like he probably got a boner when he wrote that line. You know, he was just like, yeah, that's badass and awesome. But it's just stupid. The one that I wrote down, I had a very similar feeling about. 
Uh, but it was it, a different quote. Uh, it's when they're in the sewers and the uh, martial arts dude shows up and they ask him who he is. And he says, a few days ago, I was my parents' son. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, fucking yeah. hell. Yeah, just those kind of lines. Oh. That, that, you know that there's some nerdy guy who wrote this movie <laughs> just thought it was just like, that's what he thinks is badass and cool. But it's just fucking dumb. And it comes off dumb. And and that's that pretty much sums up this entire franchise, this entire trilogy of movies. Thinks it's really clever and badass and funny, but it's really just fucking stupid. One thing that I will say in defense a little bit of Phase 3 is that you're you're right. They all think that they're funny. They all think that they're being, you know, like very clever and ahead of themselves and uh, meta, I think, to an extent with the... Um, you know, they everyone has text when their character is introduced. Yeah. Uh, even though the movie picks up from the same place as the last movie ended. Uh, but I I do think that Feast 3 crossed a line in there where it was, I it wasn't good, it wasn't funny, it wasn't clever, but it came the closest to being any of those things when you look at Feast and Feast 2, I think. I laughed exactly twice in this movie. <laughs> the first time was when that chick shot the hero guy in the face on accident. Yeah. I laughed at that. I and laughed at that one. The second one was when the karate guy had uh, lost both of his arms and he was walking. And he said, I'm like a fucking foosball guy. <laughs> <laughs> that made me laugh. Other than that, I didn't really laugh at this movie. I just sort of sat there and it happened to me. And, you know, one thing that I, because, I do kind of appreciate it felt like it was happening. One of my biggest complaints with Feast 2 is that it tried too hard to have a plot. Like people kept showing up and then they kept butting heads with one another and then nothing would happen for, you know, like several scenes at a time because they'd have to rehash these fights over and over again. Mm -hmm. And it's like people showed up in Feast 3, they died, they moved on. You know, someone would and, you know, the plot was so stupid, but it kept moving. And I just for a movie like this, I just I don't want to feel stuck. You know, here's here's something. Would any of these movies have been better if you cared about any of these characters at all? If they weren't all complete shitbags? Uh, yeah, not good. That was actually kind of a point, I think, again, in Feast 3's favor in comparison, because Secrets helped people in this movie. She did a shit job of it, and I didn't like her, but it's like, I liked her. She was more tolerable than she was in Feast 2, because in Feast 2, I just kind of wanted to wring everyone's necks. <laughs> yeah, like, I just hated everybody, and they were all shitty to one another. They didn't understand how to, like, okay, look, I despise Mikey, right? <laughs> I feel like if we were in this sort of situation, I would find a way to try to work with him. You know what I mean? Right. And not be just a complete shitbag and argue about every goddamn thing. And then when when like like when they're on the bus and, and they think that they're going to escape. And they drive past the other people and they won't stop to let them on the bus or anything. And they're making fucking faces at him and stuff like what? What the fuck, man? That whole scene was that was my least favorite scene in the movie other than maybe the the head shitting um because i just it it had no point it wasn't like it set up a dynamic for the rest of the movie because it was immediately undone 
and it's not like they were helping each other less after that you know they were yeah. still together yeah that that irritated me yeah but just i do think secrets did better she did accidentally shoot the hero in the face but uh she helped the spanish guy <laughs> around without having to be asked which yeah. uh you know that's improvement that's what we call character development yeah gold star they tried <laughs> yeah can I, I, real quick can i start uh, i just want to read the start of my notes yeah okay um my first thought was okay like as soon as it turned off first thought was okay we're getting instant action this is gonna be mm-hmm. a shithole let's get right to it don't waste my time any more than you're about to already waste it then i quickly seen we're picking up right where fucking part two left off mm-hmm. and i said oh fuck me it's <laughs> i gotta look at part two again to be reminded of this story. but then i got i got a little bit of reprieve because then i noticed that uh, my two foot penis luchador midget <laughs> or little guy is in there and I was so happy when I seen him in this movie I was literally telling a friend of mine that the only good thing about part two was that little guy and he was in it again so it was great we didn't get to see his peen that was disappointing uh, but that <laughs> it's funny because you talk about the, the head shitting and all that but uh, I was actually ju- like just thinking when that before that scene started Okay, the creatures look better so far than they did in part two. And then he had a shit head out. I was like, wow. Okay. <laughs> right before, I want to talk about that though, because like right before he shits the head out, the creatures might have looked better, but the CGI explosion is one of the oh, worst God. graphic mistakes I've ever seen in a film. <laughs> if your CGI looks that bad, you cut it the fuck out. Like, just stop. <laughs> That, yeah. But then it was followed up by the fucking motorcycle kill thing. But like the that. motorcycle kill, I, I think there's just such a huge discrepancy between their CGI budget and their practical effects for the Feast movie. But but that even that looks fucking terrible. Like the camera cuts and the angles that she was leaning at, like it just it looks so bad. And my biggest, I I, I feel like uh, my biggest defense of Feast too was that the practical effects had their moments where they were like very stylized, but you remembered them. And this one just fell flat kind of all the way around. Yeah. (laughs) The CGI effects effects actively pissed me off. And then the (laughs) uh, practical effects existed. Like they were fine. I'm not going to remember any of them later down the road. No, I watched this movie earlier today. I barely remember any of them now. <laughs> well, though, Rob, do you think uh, 2023, I mean, we might be able to throw best asshole effects to uh, to Feast 3 as like a slashy, right? Maybe. Best asshole <laughs> Maybe. effects? Yeah. Well, we still got we still got a bit of a year to go. Yeah, well, if you see any better asshole effects, let me know. I'm going to go looking. <laughs> That's on the hunt. <laughs> asshole special yeah. effect you know uh either chris or greg one of them is just gonna have a list handy <laughs> it'll be like... <laughs> chris it'll fucking he has a whole shelf of movies dedicated to asshole effects i know it uh but you, you know and that's the thing like it's better all i can say about this movie is it's better like everything check go down the checklist it's better feast too like the effects were better than feast too they suck. Mm-hmm. They were bad. I disagree with that. I I do think the effects were better in Feast Two. No, that's what I'm saying. It, it's 
Oh, wait, whoa, wait. You think the effects in Feast 2 were better than this? Yes, I think their practical effects were better in Feast 2. As a whole, okay, fair. I'm saying creature. Creature Oh, wise, no, the, yeah. I, yeah. The creatures were better in Feast 3. God damn, they looked fucking awful at certain points. That was the thing. They were, we talked about it. There were points where they looked pretty good in Feast 2. They were more consistent though in feast yes. three and it's like i you know there were shots where they looked really stupid but you could at least tell what they were in every scene you know right you guys have a much better memory of feast two than i do <laughs> i had to go back and dig up my notes uh i remember in feast two i was like it's been a really long time since i've seen feast i don't think it would have mattered because it's <laughs> not been that long since i've seen feast two and i had to actively dig up notes for it because i could not remember what the fuck happened you know what another thing with this is the like it's it's strange because this this feast trilogy whatever the hell you want to call it i feel like it's gained like it has a little cult following but i feel like just something about these movies especially this one gave off the vibe where like they tried to make it out like it was more than it was you know like the whole song at the end that was so fucking dumb and it's like dude like you're not that big of a deal to be like, you know, making it like one, two, and three and talking about all of them like you're this big trilogy. Like all your movies, well, two out of three were horrible. I'd say three out of three were horrible <laughs> personally. But the first one wasn't horrible. It's a bad movie. Eh, it's not the it's not as bad as these two by a lot. This one had a song. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It just I feel like they they really milked out them having a cult following. It's like it is. I don't think it's all that. Let's calm down. Although Melly Bean owns all three movies. <laughs> um, but uh yeah, but and that that's kind of like Chris knew about him and like he's fucking talking about the whole fucking trilogy thing. So maybe that's what it was, dude. Maybe, maybe they really do have some cult like underground fucking thing that we don't we're not understanding here. Uh Rob mentioned that he laughed twice. I also laughed twice. Uh once was also at the uh accidental shooting of the guy i thought that was pretty funny and one was like right at the beginning uh the text really annoyed me for the most part because it interrupted it, it slowed down the beginning which i don't think necessarily need to happen uh needed to happen especially when it came in at the end of feast two like these were people we were already going to know as well as we ever get to know them uh i did really appreciate the line regrets killing a baby <laughs> Oh, like no. that was really good because i had forgotten i had blocked feast two out of my memory and it, it the immediate reminder that that man had just killed a baby was like yeah i would regret that too i don't know yeah. I, I i appreciated that i felt yeah i i the, the text annoyed me because i don't know it's like okay he did it in the first one he did it in the second one that, that stop stop now if they had new characters to introduce, right. like later they did, uh, and he got text, and that was fine. But it's like, don't stop. Like the the whole point of picking up where you left off is to do that. Like, don't go back now. Mm -hmm. You know, right? Yeah, introducing characters that way that you've already introduced was pointless. I highly doubt people are starting at Feast Three. You know, they, yeah. it could be possible, but. If you have made it that far, I'm sure you've seen one too. Yeah, it's like the Friday the Thirteenth movies with the recaps that they do at the beginning of them. Yeah, you know, you're like, I don't, 
I don't think this is necessary. I don't, I don't think anybody's going like, Oh, part five. All right. I'll try it. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Uh, there was also a pet peeve that I wanted to mention. And mm. it's so dumb in the, like in the grand scheme of everything in a dumb movie that I shouldn't be paying attention to. Like, what does it matter? Right. What does anything matter? Uh, but at one point someone cocked his flashlight like a gun and i hated it i fucking hated it so much that was the little luchador guy i remember it i man that shot pissed me off i don't know why i don't know why that was the straw that broke me but yeah (laughs) yeah the little luchador guy who apparently survived a dynamite blast by hiding under an aluminum trash can yeah Yeah. which i don't uh, i don't know the physics behind all that but it seems like that wouldn't work you ever see jackass no, no, I told you I don't watch that yeah. I, You know, that's the one, that's my one weakness for this damn movie, man. The last one, too. Like, that little guy, he could do no wrong. He just, leave him alone. Everything he did was great. I'm just not even going to question it. I don't have a lot more, I, I don't want you guys to feel like I'm wrapping this up. I don't have a lot more original thoughts on this movie, but I did find some interesting uh, stuff in my research. Research on I did a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Um. Usually, I I've started the right before the port noise. I've done some um like here's what this is rated on IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes, and then I've been picking one bad review and one good review. Uh, and I something interesting turned up. Holy shit! In this quest, uh. In this very simple quest that wasn't supposed to be a quest, it was supposed to be like a very quick in and out, I'm going to look up the numbers and be done kind of thing. Feast 3, The Happy Finish on IMDb has 4.8 out of 10 stars. What? (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. And the most useful review... From I normally I do ratings first and then into reviews, but we're gonna do IMDb and then we're gonna do uh Rotten Tomatoes because the Rotten Tomatoes rabbit hole goes deep. Uh, <laughs> IMDb the most useful review was yeah, when it comes to a true relic, it's hard to give a review. All I can say is that this literally piece of shit is good cinema. Where this lacks structure, it makes up in substance. The substance being not the cruelty or injustice of the world, but the driving force of all humanity, fun and love. Kaufman said that cinema is a dead art form, pure hubris. Fuck this person. (laughs) This is not from Suento's Poe on August 25th, 2009. That was the most uh, highly... the most useful top review on IMDb. What was the name? Uh, Swentios Poe. Swentios Poe can kiss my ass. <laughs> <laughs> and then the Rotten Tomatoes meter. Oh, shit. Um, this turned out very interesting because uh, usually I give the critic score and then I make a mention of the audience score. There is no critic score. Only two (laughs) critics have reviewed this, (laughs) which is not high enough to have a critic score. The audience score is 30%. Too high. Too high. Um, But then, uh, and I was all prepared to laugh at Feast 3 because it's like it only has two critic reviews. Uh, They're going to suck. 
they were both positive, <laughs> which is the uh, really fascinating part of the whole thing for me. Um, virtually mm. mindless and unabashedly vulgar and knee deep in the childish side of the horror pool, Feast 3 is still a good deal of fun. Uh, that is Scott Weinberg from Fear.net. This Fear.net even still in business? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. I cannot, uh, probably not after that review. <laughs> I'm going to the fucking website now. Uh, the cheeseball horror movie that every horror movie fan has always wanted, but was too embarrassed to ask for, uh, from Blake French at filmcritic.com. Uh, Fear.net forwards to sci-fi's horror section. Yeah, because it used to be, they used to have a channel called Fearnet. Yeah. yeah. And that's now gone. I'm guessing it's because they had idiots like that writing reviews for their website. <laughs> um, so yeah, all of the uh, initial reviews that I found for Feast 3 were positive, uh, despite, to, to every surprise from me. I, I was very surprised by this. Uh, kind of broke up the formula a little bit. I was especially surprised by the fact that they couldn't get enough critics to watch it uh, to get a critic rating, but then also the, the critics both gave it a good review i did finally i i went through i had to go all the way through the end of the imdb reviews to find a negative one i think that if you're a critic and you gave this a positive review you should lose your rotten tomato oh, i think so yeah it's hard yeah. to get a rotten tomatoes uh <laughs> yeah. verification and th these people have lost their privileges um but the one negative review uh from mess 666 at imdb uh like way 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 at the end it gave it one out of ten stars i don't think you can rate it lower than that uh this movie is the worst of the series and that is saying a lot <laughs> no it's not um <laughs> it's not the worst of the series not the worst of the series are not saying a lot <laughs> fault <laughs> very much fault but yeah uh so that was what i turned up the the little uh the feast three mystery continues if i ever get if rotten tomatoes ever promotes me to a verified critic the first thing i'm going to do is review feast three because this is unacceptable <laughs> behavior yeah that's ridiculous <laughs> you know there, there's certain movies that are bad out there and it's like i get it but like what the like if you like this and you have anything positive to say about this what the fuck man like <laughs> like honestly what the fuck are you doing and what are you watching that makes this seem so good? Like, I just, <laughs> for the life of me, cannot fucking comprehend why anybody would enjoy it. I just don't get it. Yeah. Well, all right. Look, was there anything anybody did like about it? <laughs> I liked that it ended with a song. Mm -hmm. It had I, a titty not... out, girl. I was going to say, oh, I and liked... she was credited as Tits Girl. In oh. credits, which was nice. Yeah, good for her. Yeah, yeah. I I did uh, at one point send a message saying I think I have a crush on this girl. <laughs> He's staring at fucking boobs for how long? Yeah, yeah. feel type of way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, they were nice though. <laughs> they were great, and they were right there. I was gonna say that I liked that I could see it, but then they had that strobe light fucking bullshit, and I couldn't tell what the hell was going on, and I couldn't really see anything. So I will say this, um, uh, as far as a positive for the movie, it was in focus. I, I know we're supposed to be doing positives right now, but <laughs> another pet peeve. I didn't write it down in my notes because it made me too angry. Um, the the night light, cam the night vision 
camera. Mm-hmm. Why? Why would know. they do that? The guy mm-hmm. pulled out a light source and then it's immediately switched to night vision. I hated it so fucking much. Mm-hmm. Why? I don't know. I don't know. I, I was bothered by the fact that the guy who had the uh, car lot didn't ran away cars? from the group and then said, <laughs> I don't have enough cars. <laughs> there were like eight people. What do they need? Three, maybe four cars tops. They car each lot needed their own car. Yeah. What the hell are you talking about? What kind of car lot is that? Come on. Uh, uh, you know, I, I come up, I came up one positive. And it, I guess you can count it that way. Uh, they like kind of like Rob said, it was darker. I don't know if some spots that might have been intentional, but even there was some camera cuts where it's like, you know, they would cut it. They were, you could tell they were purposely cutting away from something because it probably wouldn't look bad. You know what, man? As shit as it looks sometimes, if it means not putting some of the shit that we've seen in Feast 2 on in front of us again, just do that. At least they were aware enough to to know to do that. You know, like if you can't pull it off and it's gonna look like bad, 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 just cut the camera at a weird angle and don't show it. Yeah, all right. You know? I, I, one of my one of my first positives about the movie was that I liked that I got to see less of the movie. Yeah. yeah. I, <laughs> if you can't do it, don't show it. You know, like we, we yeah. understand. You probably made this for a couple thousand dollars in a Kit Kat bar. You know. Also, sometimes if you can do it, don't do it. Yeah. Hot take. <laughs> Well, they could do in a feast too, and oh. and we wish they hadn't. <laughs> Some of the feast two effects look like fucking Jaws three D, <laughs> and that's that's fucking really, really, really bad. The practical Jaws three D at that, like it was fucking awful. That might even be a little bit mean to Jaws three D. <laughs> Some of them were really bad in feast two. They were awful, but they were smart enough, man. They said, okay, you know what? Let's just not fucking show it. It's like, okay, it looks dumb. It looks bad, but at least it don't look that dumb and that bad. Yeah. That's all I got. Oh, and no, uh, uh, Puker Girl. What a stupid fucking name. Puker Girl. She looked kind of cool. And she did her job. She showed up and she died. I. Yeah. She increased the body count. Uh, We didn't have to waste a lot of time on it. I, I appreciated the straightforward nature. Of the deaths in Feast 3. That's all you're getting out of me. You guys want to talk about the guy getting fucked through the steel door? Not really, but we can, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, there's so much we haven't really talked about. That is the monster rape, the uh, the underground meth lab in a school bus, the fucking Dungeons and Dragons looking idiot that's supposed to be the prophet. <laughs> um, we didn't touch on any of that dumb shit. Did we talk about how... <laughs> Beast 3 predicted the end of a quiet place. Yeah, I thought the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I, the, the, the guy getting fucked through the thing, it reminded me of, it's just stupid. It was like when the monsters fucked in the first movie. That was stupid. This was stupid. It's more dumb, stupid fucking uh, dumb guy humor. It, it just doesn't work for me. It's fucking dumb. I can get any argument. Yeah, I I agree with you. (laughs) Uh, I think it's this. You know, I know that there's an audience out there somewhere for this kind of comedy. Obviously, because Beast Three has a four point eight on IMDb. Somebody did that. Um, (laughs) Right. 
it it's not for me and it has ruined i i would say that this brand of comedy has ruined a lot of horror movies for me that would have that otherwise could have been a lot of fun i think mm. um yeah I, I it's just dumb i you know it goes back to the whole thing of like uh when he i said the you know popped a boner when he wrote that stupid line that he thought was so <laughs> badass i'm sure he he died laughing when he was writing, you know, when they were writing that scene and it's just fucking stupid. It's not funny. It's not interesting. It's just childish and stupid, but they think that that's comedy. Apparently. I I have to agree. It's, it's not good. Yeah. Um, And it's one of those things. I, I think a big, I, I imagine that a big part of having a movie like this is to try and get a negative reaction out of people. You know, is to kind of bait people into trying to have big responses to it, and it's like honestly, I, I, I'm not even that mad about it. Mm-hmm. I, I mostly was bored. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I always like to point out, you know, this, this was a franchise that was born out of Project Greenlight, which was a reality show. I don't know if you guys remember it or not. I've heard of it. Um, I used to, I actually quite enjoyed the, the series. Um, but yeah, so it, it was born out of a reality show. Uh, the director is uh, a guy named John Gulliger, who is Clue Gulliger's son. That's why Clue's in this movie. What is Clue most known for, other than this probably being the dad in Nightmare on Elm Street 2? Probably. Yeah. Um, he's also directed, uh, after he did these movies, he did Piranha 3 Double D. Mm-hmm. He did Zombie Night, whatever the hell that is. And Children of the Corn Runaway. So one of those shitty Children of the Corn sequels. Um, surprisingly, all three screenplays were written by uh, Marcus Dunstan and Patrick Melton. Hmm. Um, they have done a lot, including writing Saw four, uh, three, no, um, four. Uh, they wrote Saw five. Uh, they wrote and Marcus Dunstan directed The Collector. That was the one I was going to bring up because um, the the collector or the collection. I get the two. I think it was the collection actually that mm-hmm. I liked. Um, I liked them both. Um, they wrote Saw Six, uh, Saw Three D, um, the collection. Uh, they they wrote and Dunstan directed that one. Um, That's pretty and, smart. And they've got the collected coming up. And they've done some other stuff, stuff I've never heard of in here, too. Something called The Neighbor, something called Rise, Crazy Baby. I don't know any of that shit. And um, a Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, too, right? Yeah. They got a story credit on that, though, which is weird. Um, I don't know how that works, but anyway. So those guys have done quite a bit. Um, kind of surprised, though, that they were they wrote these movies because they're better than this i mean even the saw movies they wrote are better than this damn <laughs> so mm. shape like that cat <laughs> let it go you know what i'm just gonna let this one go i i was too i i'm too focused on the final destination six credit Oh, it's in pre-production. Okay. <laughs> I was like, where was there a sixth final destination that I'm missing? But no, no, but we can all agree that Final Destination is not good, right? No. All those movies? Are You're over- alone on that. Yeah. I will admit, though, I will agree 
The Final Destination is one of the worst horror movies I have ever seen. They're overrated and they're not really scary. I like the story. Mm. I, especially of the second one. I, I liked the... I, I liked that it picked up from the first one. I like when horror franchises can tell a whole story across them. Feast told a whole story across three movies and nobody liked that shit. I, I liked the song. I liked when they <laughs> condensed it down to a song. Uh, next week for Killer Beats, I'm going to choose Neo <laughs> and The Ballad of Sharknado. <laughs> Those are going to oh, be my shit. two songs. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think I got anything else for this movie. Honestly. <sighs> It's just bad. It's all bad. I, I, one of the moments I did laugh was at the end where the old guy was like, "We gotta start fucking." When he's saying that they need to repopulate the world, yeah, and he just comes across the girl. He's had to be like, "God damn it!" Yeah, that was a that was such a weird fucking ending too. It made no sense. I was gonna ask you guys if either one of you could explain the end. No, <laughs> no, I mean it just made no sense. It was just a giant robot out of nowhere. Right. Make, yeah, no i thought maybe in feast one there was like a prophecy of a giant robot that i had forgotten not that i'm fucking that tied the whole series together <laughs> no and uh and i did enjoy the song cap but at the end of the song there was the threat of a feast four I yeah i did that. feel a little bit threatened yeah Greg, I hope you're happy. Like, it's just one of those that's so fucking bad, man. Like, what are you supposed to do? Yeah, there's not much to say about it because it's so fucking bad. (laughs) Fucking brutal, man. It's not not like we're going to debate the merit of this. No. No, no, we're not. But I... Like I said, when they're that when they're this bad, it's like you know we can shit we sit and tear it up, tear it up, and tear it up. But it's like you know, it's feast shit in every sense of the word. If we can sit here and say better than feast two all we want. Feast two was one of the worst movies of all time. <laughs> like, that should not be achievement. You being better than feast two, that should be a given. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Man, one thing that I noticed that it. They did. They did a terrible job. I don't even know if they were trying to ever at building tension. Like if they could have maybe had a spot here or there where there actually was something going for the movie. Just this thing's bad. Point blank. Yeah. Build some tension. Give me some characters that aren't complete assholes. Maybe, maybe they won't be that bad of movies. But because like if you think you know you get a few that that I was watching uh a uh, scream with uh, a friend of mine who's never seen Scream before. And they were saying, they keep setting up jump scares, but they don't do them. It's like, well, that's what good movies do. They build tension. Like, you think they get more out of not paying off the jump scare than actually paying it off and wasting it. And this movie, like, it, it, they didn't do any of that. I'm not saying you need jump scares, but, you know, just they had a million in this scenario. You could have had a million things you could have did to get like a minute or two out of some tension. It would have changed the mood in so many different spots. And they just didn't fucking do it. And like, I'm sorry. I know you're going to be like a meta movie and all that. But like, that's just bad. That's just bad writing, bad movie making, all of it. It's just bad. 
Yeah, there's a difference between having a uh, meta commentary in a movie and being lazy. Yes. Yeah. And I do think it's a very fine and sometimes subjective line. Um, but I I don't think it's an arguable case here, you know? I, I, I feel lazy. Like <laughs> if you're going to have a movie like this, you better be on top of your fucking writing with shit like that. I think next week, we, uh, I was going to bring this up off uh, uh off of the recording but i do think that we should maybe in and among the guest things that we have lined up i think we should try to find like a higher brow horror movie to palette cleanse from these absolutely uh i would like to put funny games uh in the rotation somewhere i think i don't even know what that is all right which version <laughs> uh i would like i I mean, I'll be happy with either one, but I think the American one is on HBO right now. Okay. I've never seen it. I think it's, um, <laughs> it, you could debate it being lazy writing or very genius meta commentary. Um, unlike this, <laughs> this is just laziness. All right. Fair enough. It's not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's shit like that that pisses me off, man, because, you know, unlike shit like sharks of the corn and stuff like that like i'm sure a lot of work went into those movies like okay but with something like this with the creatures and everything like they busted their fucking ass to make this movie but it's a hard movie to to make and you did all that man you did all that you know it's like to see something go so far in one direction and just completely ignore the other and for people to sit like, look, we're not doing it, but the movie's a piece of shit. But there are people who are sitting here saying it's good. Right. I don't understand. Yeah. Like, like okay, I just I, I see a piece of shit movie. Hell, we praise fucking Jaws 3D. There's piece <laughs> of shit movies that are good, but it's because they did the little things right. And you can still sit and enjoy the fucking movie. This is just me watching creatures fucking die and shit in weird ways and, you know, fuck things and, like, you know, for me to get mad at things for fucking and shitting, like, I mean, come on. You you gotta be doing something wrong. I don't know. You didn't laugh at hair dick, either. <laughs> eh, I mean, was, <laughs> hair dick was funny. It was alright. But fuck, man. Like, yeah, I, I'm just saying, like, this movie did nothing fucking right. It, the, both of them. Piece 2 and 3. And It is weird, because right. we do know that the writers can write stuff. I, I think it feels... I might be biased because uh, I'm someone that really appreciates storytelling, but I do feel like if there's one area you should not skimp on, it's the story. Absolutely. Like the script should be good before you move on to figuring out how to do the creature effects. You know what I mean? And the yeah. writers can write. They have written things. Right. What's scary is somebody thought this script was good. Yeah, that terrifies me. <laughs> Because you could really feel it in this one. It's like you said, you know that the people that wrote this were proud of themselves. Yeah, yeah. I can see them high-fiving over that. <laughs> and they shouldn't have been. <laughs> no. Like this said, is not work to be proud of. No. Like, I get it with certain movies. I tr Trust me, I do. But, uh-uh. Like, no. No. Slap the RIP plate on it or whatever you do to them and fucking set it out to pasture, man. It's done. Yeah, I got I got one last thing I want to make sure that I say. Oh, dear God. All right. Red, you're an asshole.
<laughs> Greg, you are an asshole. I'm, I, I don't have anything really else to say on this. No, I don't no. either. I mean, I've been kind of out for a while. I mean, it's just it's fucking bad. That's it. But now they did it. Like we talked about before. We, we did it. We survived. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, they threatened us with it. They fucking did it, which they're fucked up for doing it, but they did it. <laughs> and you know what? What are you guys going to fucking do now, huh? What are you going to yeah. do now? What I'd like to do is convert some of you freeloaded cheap bastards into Patreon so we get a better group of Patreon. Please. Who don't do this kind of thing to us. That'd be nice. Yeah. Trying to ruin our show. <laughs> Fuck, man. I would love to be talking about Tusk right now. I'm just <laughs> throwing it out there. Some highbrow horror. Tusk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh. Fuck, man. You do. Okay. Um, are we going to portnoy this thing? Yeah. Oh, my God. I can't believe I'm tight. I, I never thought I'd, I'd have to watch this movie. Like, I never thought I would. It's crazy. Yeah. It just never crossed my mind that I would ever have to worry about it. Because I was like, no one's going to fucking actually do that to us. Come on. I knew. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Who wants to go first? I got my number already this time. I'll go first if you want. Yeah, you to. go first. Okay. I'm giving this a one. Uh, I gave these two, I think, what did I say? Like a 0.4? No, 0.5. Uh, this is half a point up. The creatures were were better in certain spots, more consistent, like Kat said. Uh, you know, they they knew to shave a little time off of it. And yeah, it's better than Feast too. Mikey, yeah. uh, you and I are on the same page with the Feast port noise. I felt I very generously gave it a one. Also, yeah. I feel like it was twice as good yeah. as Feast 2. Um, it, it fixed some of the problems in a shorter runtime. Uh, and I just appreciated having it done with, you know? I, um, surprisingly, I'm the high score. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I don't remember what I gave Feast 2, but... 0.3. Um, I enjoyed Feast 3 uh, significantly more than I enjoyed Feast 2. That's not saying much. I, I did not like this <laughs> fucking movie. Um, but I give this one a uh, 1.2. Okay. All right. Yeah. So we're all kind of in the same neighborhood. I want to just point out, eat Rob, even if you gave this movie... A twenty, it wouldn't be enough to get it slash rating approved. <laughs> That's so bad. Like because but you said a one point two. All right, so we're at an average of one point one. This ain't getting the the approval cut. No, unfortunately. Would we would we come on the, like a seven point five for that? Yeah, yeah seven point right, yeah. five slash yeah. radio approved. Even if you gave it a twenty, <laughs> it would it would only come out to a seven point three. Yeah. Damn. Mm. You don't want to give it a twenty? No. Well, okay. It'd be as bad as Cat giving Jack Frost the perfect score from Cat. I stand by it. <laughs> My favorite movie, Jack Frost. Did you ever get that tattoo? Uh, working on it. All right. <laughs> Cat got a Jack Frost tattoo. <laughs> I feel like you know what, guys. I feel like three of us should bond and maybe get like an "I Survive Beast" tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> You know, like, wouldn't that be appropriate? 
Yeah, uh, not gonna happen. But yeah, Bob, come on. Your body is not a temple. Let's just get it over with. Have some fun with it. Oh. Um, but yeah, one point one. That's a little higher than it should. I don't know. I really thought I was gonna have the high score on this one. No, it, like you said, it's it's doubly better. It is doubly better. That's it. I gave it like three times better. You gave it, it, yeah. It's... And it's still a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, I didn't even know we were doing like fractions up until we had to review Feast 2. For you guys to watch this and say, is this fucking bad? With all the shark movies that you watch. Don't compare this to shark movies. Shark movies are so pure and fun. These are absolutely unlevel shark movies. A million percent. <laughs> no, no, they're not. Yes, they are. No, shark movies are, are fun. These were just dumb. How dare you? Just like, how dare you? You should feel dirty for saying that. All three yeah. of these movies suck. They're worse than shark movies. Yes. No. No way. Shark movies are like one of the purest joys that we have as humans. And I, I don't understand why you hate fun. I don't hate fun. <laughs> but, you know, there's shit and then there's fun. Yeah. This was yeah. shit. Shark movies are fun. <laughs> no, 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 no. Slacks no. is fun. I don't know what you're. God damn, man. This thing. <sighs> All right. Well, oh, we're we... through it, guys. It, it happened. We're done. Greg, you are a son of a bitch. He said this was for the Texas Chainsaw shit we said last week, by the way. Mm-hmm. Or the week before. Me that tonight. Yeah, try. It's like, Greg, do, do, do yourself a favor, man. Don't try and, like, you probably feel a little guilty now. You knew you did something wrong. and you were <laughs> no, I don't no, think he, he does. No, he doesn't. That's true. He probably don't care. But don't try and cover it up. Man, just don't do that. Show everybody that you shit on the floor, man. Just fucking go ahead and point that. Let everybody know. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So we're done with Feast, guys. Yes. We never At have to worry about this movie. Until they make that again. fourth one. <laughs> right. Right. Or until we get to uh, Murder by Numbers if we decide to do this franchise. <laughs> Let's not. <laughs> what if they announce another fucking Feast movie? It's like, dude, what would you announce that on? Who gives a fuck? I don't know. Where would you announce that? I I don't know. Disgusting. Twitter. Maybe pay Elon Musk to. to (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, bloody disgusting. They're picking up everything, apparently. Uh, But, all right, guys, we are done. This was a Patreon pick. Fucking Greg's pick. Uh, uh, You can sign up for the Patreon by going to patreon.com forward slash slash radio. Please, you cheapos, get over there and sign up. Yeah, for real. I mean, you know, a lot of people I see them say that we're good at what we do and it's just mad and this show's so much fun. Alright, so support us. A dollar mm-hmm. every two weeks. Come on. Yep. So, I don't know. Um, but go check us out at SlashRadio.com. I'm done talking about these. <laughs> uh, all of our articles, interviews, episodes are there. Uh, you can also check us out on iTunes or wherever you're listening please review us all that stuff and I'm at Mike He's Dead Slash Radio at Slash Radio on Twitter and uh, Rob where they find you I'm on Twitter at Radio Rob 123 and you can listen to my other show This Horror Life wherever you were listening to Slasher Radio assuming my voice holds up 
Might hear Rob the robot on there. Maybe. <laughs> That'd be fucking funny. Cat, where are they finding you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at cat underscore velour. V-O-L-E-U-R. V-O-L-E-U-R. Alright guys, we are done. We'll be back next week. God help us all. I, I gotta get... I got. I might have to eat something disgusting just to get this disgusting <laughs> shit out of my mouth. Good night from Slasher Radio. All the best of Slasher Radio Podcast. Let's <laughs> go.